Advancing innovative research, academic excellence, and family-centered care to transform outcomes for children around the world. Children's Mercy Kansas City presents the audio interview series, Transformational Pediatrics, with host Dr. Michael Smith. Our topic today is transforming outcomes for infants with congenital defects through early detection. My guest is Dr. Tara Swanson. Dr. Swanson is the Director of Fetal Cardiology at Children's Mercy Kansas City, and she also serves as an Assistant Professor of Pediatrics at the University of Missouri Kansas City School of Medicine. Dr. Swanson, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. Well, what is the best method for detecting fetal congenital defects? Uh, That answer has a whole lot of components to it. One is making certain that moms who are expecting a child receive good prenatal care with their obstetrician and get an ultrasound at around 18 to 20 weeks gestation in order to identify the heart rate and the gender of their baby if they wish to know that, but also get a screen of all of the organs in the body to make certain that everything looks as though it's developing normally and that there are no associated problems. It's only with that sort of prenatal care that we can ever identify a baby whose heart might not be forming normally and then refer them on to someone like me who can look very closely at the heart to determine what might, might or might not be wrong. And so how often are you seeing consults now come through, now that you have a nice established program at Children's Mercy? How many you know, fetal echocardiograms are you performing now, and do you see this to continue to grow? It has been growing dramatically. A little bit of that is that people are now more aware that prenatal detection is tremendously important. We've put a lot of outreach efforts into bringing prenatal detection of heart problems closer to people. So, um, in, in where they live. So we now go out to places like Wichita in order to not only help train some of those obstetric and maternal fetal medicine sonographers, but also to provide a fetal echocardiogram in their region. We, we do about 500 fetal echocardiograms a year just at Children's Mercy Hospital at our downtown campus. And that number has grown dramatically over the last five years. Um, part of that is because we've opened an amazing fetal health center where uh, children who have significant congenital abnormalities can be born can be born within our um, children's hospital, and their baby can receive specialized care minutes after being born. Yeah, so, so specifically, what we're talking about here, Doctor Swanson, right? Is is we're you, you and your clinic? You're transforming outcomes, and we specifically said. <laughs> because you're able to detect these problems early. So is the fetal echocardiogram the best way to do that? What are some of the conditions that fetal echocardiogram is really good at detecting? Um, and, and how has this procedure transformed outcomes? So fetal echocardiogram can detect almost any congenital heart problem that a baby might be born with. There are a couple that kind of elude us before birth, but if we are already suspicious that there might be a heart problem forming, then fetal echocardiography has been tremendously accurate in kind of predicting what that heart problem is going to be at birth and how how a baby is going to do after birth. Our goal is to find that child, make that diagnosis as early as possible, and then we kind of go into action and create a care plan, not only for that baby after birth, but for those parents to become educated and 
to become comfortable with the idea of a child that's going to have significant medical needs and to prepare them mentally and emotionally and socially to, on the day of birth, be able to celebrate that baby and say, okay, I know exactly what's going to happen next for us. So there is an element of making certain that a baby who has a heart problem is not delivered in the community and then goes home with a family and kind of crashes at home and ends up with a terrible stroke or um, other organs that are damaged because the heart has failed. If, if those babies come to us then, it's much harder for us to keep them stable and get them through surgery, and they, they often have maybe even um, life-threatening complications from that. So delivering them in a place like Children's Mercy where we can keep them tremendously stable um, up until the day of surgery and then get them through a surgery in the best shape possible, um, that really makes a difference as well. So, Dr. Swanson, you mentioned that, you, so you're you're also working with community hospitals, maybe areas that don't, don't have a major medical center uh, like Kansas City does, Missouri, Kansas City. So you're reaching out to some of those community hospitals, and you're teaching fetal echocardiogram. Is that correct to, to those physicians, those um, the, the, the sonographers? Is that part of this program? Absolutely. That's the only way that we can improve our prenatal detection of congenital heart disease. It's not me, not me that does it. It's some provider out in the community who just is screening a regular, considered completely normal pregnancy and then detects something that just does not look quite right and refers that baby on to me. Um, That's the only way we're going to get our numbers up. We have dramatically increased prenatal detection of congenital heart disease. Now over half of all babies who have heart problems in our region are detected. And for some of the more serious um, defects, we um, detect over 80% of those um, heart problems. So we're doing better than the national average. We're doing a great job, but my heart still goes out to those families who do not receive a prenatal detection and the benefits for both their baby and for the family. What is the fetal checklist that Children's Mercy developed and I think is is being used as a model of care uh, for some other programs? What exactly is that? So we feel very strongly about improving our ability to catch those babies, catching all babies who have congenital heart disease. Um, We think that that really matters. But then after we've caught that heart disease and we have a family sitting in front of us with uh, a fetus that is going to be born without a significant heart problem, we want to educate them. We want to prepare them. We want them to have heard everything that we can possibly tell them. What we figured out was that there is something like 65 different things that we want to be certain that we have walked them through that we've told them about. And The checklist is a tool that allows us to make certain we don't forget any detail for any family. So we sit with a checklist uh, in front of a family and we walk them through and make certain that we have mentioned everything that we think that they really need to know before their baby is born. So it's just a way of ensuring that we are giving consistent counseling and we are not forgetting even the smallest detail for a family. So, in, Dr. Swanson, in that visit, I guess tell us a little bit more about the clinic specifically. It's called the Fetal Cardiac Clinic. Um, you go through this checklist. Just tell us a little bit more about who works at the clinic um, and what a typical visit might be. We have an outstanding team. It has uh, six fetal cardiologists and a nurse practitioner, uh, two nurse coordinators, and then we have four 
um, fetal sonographers. Um, not all of us will be there at all times, but um, that's the, really our core group. Um, but we are really a multidisciplinary group within the fetal health center. So we work really closely with our genetic counselors and our palliative care members and our neonatologists and our maternal fetal medicine subspecialists. So it really does take a village. Within our um, core group of fetal cardiology, what happens is a, a family will come in and first have an echocardiogram where we re really look closely at their baby's heart. And that can take up to an hour. What happens after that is that we review the images um, and then sit down with the family for counseling. And we go through um, everything that we feel like they need to know um, at their own pace. So some families, we get through a whole lot in a session, and other families, we barely get through, scratch the surface. But we note that down, and then when we see them back four weeks later or so, we, we start where we left off so that we can really deliver counseling tailored to them. Um, and that session with them of talking one-on-one, -on -one, it takes as long as it needs to take. So we want to make certain that they answer, we answer every question that they possibly have at that moment in time that can go through their mind. We encourage them to write down any questions during the time um, between clinic visits, and then um, we uh, give them our contact information because we all know that after a traumatic thing like finding out that your baby is going to have a significant heart problem, that you leave stressed and you don't remember anything and two days later is when you really start to have some clarity of thought and that's when you need to get be able to get somebody on the phone to answer those questions again. So we touch base with families right. in between clinic visits as well. <clears throat> and there's an accreditation for uh, performing fetal echocardiograms, correct? And, and Children's Mercy has that accreditation, right? That's right. It's um, through our, it's through an international society of accreditation. It's um, Children's Mercy Hospital Lab is accredited in transthoracic, transesophageal, and fetal echo at um, multiple locations. Well, with Dr. Swanson, I want to thank you for the, the work that you're doing, uh, and uh, thank you for helping, to us, uh, helping us to understand the fetal cardiac clinic, and thanks for coming on the show. You're listening to Transformational Pediatrics with Children's Mercy Kansas City. For more information, you can go to childrensmercy.org. That's childrensmercy.org. I'm Dr. Michael Smith. Thanks for listening.